Russell? You're listening to Movie Things, Extra Things Edition. What's this episode called? This episode's called My Secret Obsession Is... Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is our first Netflix original. Yeah, so today we are talking about Secret Obsession, which is a new Netflix film. We just stumbled across it last weekend. Yeah, it came out in July this year. And for those of you who are new to our Extra Things episodes, these are our shorter episodes, a little something something to get the week started before our full episode comes out on Thursday. So before we get started, we're just going to hit you with a spoiler alert. Um, Secret Obsession is a pretty new film and if you haven't seen it yet and don't want us to ruin it for you, then go watch it first and then come back and join us. If you have seen it, or if you're not that bothered about listening to us reveal what happens in it, then grab some snacks, settle in and we'll get started. Yeah, I feel like the trailer kind of gives away like the core of what happens in this film. Like I kind of knew where I was, what I was yeah. getting myself in for in the trailer. I feel like sometimes these Netflix films don't have proper trailers. It's just just shows you like a sort of summary of the film yeah. rather than a trailer. Yeah, how, yeah. How... Um, so when we watched the trailer for this, we were like, let's give this a whirl. Why not? It looks a bit of a. It's another psychological thriller, which I know is how I described The Shining last week, but we're not even going to compare Secret Obsession to The Shining. So the plot kicks off, it's kind of mysterious opening, um, with a girl being chased and eventually hit by a car at a rest stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she wakes up in hospital, husband arrives on the scene, but all's not as it seems. No, so the girl's name and it's Jennifer, um, and, her, and her husband um, is a guy called Russell, Um she wakes up and, um, you know, regains consciousness in the hospital and her, her doting husband's on, on the scene with her and says, you know, hi, I'm Russell, I'm your husband, pleased to meet you, and basically shakes her hand. That was a really weird bit. Like, why would you shake your partner's hand? I think hand? he was trying to be cute. It's not cute, though. <laughs> See, if you tried to shake my hand, I'd be like, what's going on here? I'd probably hit you with it all too slow, but after that, I'd be like, why are you trying to shake my hand? Yeah. <laughs> Happy New Year. So, luckily for her, Russell's there to bring her right up to speed. Um, you know, your parents died, you quit your job, and we live in a house in the middle of nowhere. I love that. See, if I had been hit by a car, that's pretty much, obviously, take out the injuries. Like, that's pretty much the dream scenario. Somebody turns up and they're like, I've got a house in the wilderness, you've no pals, no phone, no obligation to really do anything. I'd be like, spot on, man. (laughs) I feel like anyone that's been listening to our episodes, particularly the Shining one last week, probably is starting to sense a bit of a theme here with you. Aye, so if I go off the radar, nobody's going to worry, are they? They're just going to be like, I finally finally done it. (laughs) (laughs) He finally got his wish and he's moved out to the middle of nowhere. He's in the woods somewhere. He threw his phone out. The bold Blair Witch Gary. (laughs) (laughs) So after she's allowed to leave the hospital, they go back to the super secluded, ginormous house that's just in the middle of the woods, in the middle of nowhere. His job is to kind of nurse her back to health, or so he keeps telling her, you know, you just stay home, honey, it's fine. Like, you basically don't need to leave this house. But while that's going on, thank God, we've got a bit of a police detective who's on the case. Yep, so Detective Frank Page, um, who was involved in their case just because she got hit by a car. So he was oh, interviewing... Oh, Page? Yep. That's amazing. Frank like, see, Page. back in the 90s, imagine it was like Page and Page. <laughs> <laughs> Someday Page, Page. 
I'm glad that that tickles you. <laughs> Easily amused. So yeah, the detective guy was involved because she got hit by a car, so he was really just making sure everything was okay around that and gathering facts. But during that, he got chatting to Russell, um, the husband, uh, while he was at the hospital, and what can I say, he just wasn't convinced. He thought there was something a bit weird about this guy. And I really think that he shakes his wife's hand. Like, <laughs> that's enough. Like, get him in for questioning. <laughs> just lock him up. Page, page and get that man arrested. <laughs> but he just can't quite let it go. So he's continuing to ask questions, run some checks on this guy, run some checks on his car, that kind of thing. Um, and it turns out that all isn't what it seems. With I feel like we're doing a better job of like sort of pussyfooting around the actual core issue here way better than the trailer did. I just throw it out there. He's not actually our husband. Yeah, in case you guys didn't pick <laughs> up on that, Russell is not the husband. He's actually a guy that's completely in love with Jennifer and has managed to use this situation to convince her that he is her husband because she's woke up with not great memory. So, But some flashbacks. Yeah. Flashbacks of basically Russell killing everybody so that he could get... That's a bit I didn't really get about this. So Russell kills her actual husband Mm -hmm. and I think her parents and then chases her in a car and just kind of gets lucky that she loses her memory during the chase. It's a bit... It's not like he manufactured that situation because how could you? Yeah, yeah. It's a weird one. But again, like maybe logic goes out the window a wee bit here. It's very much... uh, kind of made for TV. I know it's a Netflix original, but like the whole vibe and the look is very kind of hallmark. Well, my the thing about it that I like is the fact it's it's like a 90-minute terrible soap opera. I think that's why I liked it so much. It was very like, you know, days of our lives. I kept expecting an evil 20 show up <laughs> at some point. <laughs> I think my usual feedback probably applies here though. And I, I don't know why I always say this, but I thought like the guy wasn't, Russell wasn't menacing enough to carry it off. Well, first of all... I always say that, but, like, I'm starting to worry myself because I was, like, thinking about that after we watched it and then I was like, how menacing do I want these guys to be? <laughs> I've always always watched a film and I come away going, that villain wasn't villainous enough. And I'm like, how bad do I want my bad guys to be? <laughs> pretty bad. <laughs> pretty bad. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> so he locks her in the house, keeps her at home. Um, while he's out and about during the day... Not only is his weird behaviour starting to make her a bit suspicious, but she also starts to notice all these terribly, and I mean terribly, photoshopped pictures around the the house. He's literally just cut his cell at the newspaper and (laughs) sticked it over her husband. And she's looking at it going, checks out. (laughs) Our wedding was a lovely day. (laughs) You looked cracking. So not only is Detective Frank not convinced, Jennifer starts to become a bit unconvinced as well. And as her memory starts to come back about that, you know, horrendous night when he basically burst in, killed her her real husband and started chasing her, she realises that she's got herself... Well, she's not got herself in a situation. That's a bit unfair. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) She's not actually done anything, but she's found herself in a bit of a sticky situation. Jennifer, you've done this to yourself, hen. <laughs> <laughs> so it's made by a dude called Peter Sullivan, mm-hmm. who seems to, in the nicest possible way, specialise in, like, absolute trash. <laughs> <laughs> but made- yet, 
our kind of trash. Uh, speak for yourself. <laughs> My kind of trash. He's made some of the sort of dodgy Christmas films on Netflix. Love it. But seems to specialise in producing films that have titles beginning with The Wrong. This right. is hilarious. Right. Right? Okay. So what's what's <laughs> his back? It's just me that thinks this funny, but he's got some fellas. So what's so, his back catalogue looking like? <laughs> Here's some of my favourites, right? The wrong child. <laughs> <laughs> the wrong cruise. <laughs> As in like boat holiday. Yeah, yeah. The wrong stepmother. And here's the best one, you ready for this? Okay. <laughs> the wrong boy next door. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> what I really like about those film titles is that those that I've got a real good grasp of what those films are about just from the title. I have absolutely no idea. I like, what's the wrong stepmother about? Like, who got it wrong? <laughs> Did the dad bring the wrong woman home? Or have the kids just started calling a random lady mum? Like, I don't, I don't get it. The wrong stepmom. Uh, so that's the bold Peter Sullivan for you. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely crafted out his own genre there <laughs> for I, sure i'm surprised nobody's touched that one before the thing that made me laugh when we were watching this is just how much of a messy criminal this husband was like from like even when he killed this woman's husband he just left him in the boot of her car like mm. he, di- he didn't do anything with him it didn't seem pre-planned or premeditated or anything it's just sort of like a crazy sequence of events that's kind of ended with him in this massive house with the girl he was after anyway and you're like you kind of got lucky there because there was no like skill involved in this no definitely not but then obviously because of that it kind of unravels for him as well yeah like there's a moment where he he thinks he's killed the detective and put him in the freezer but actually like (laughs) he's just like give him a bit of a nasty bump in the head and he regains consciousness pretty quickly and gets himself out of the freezer Right, so I'm pushing it here, but I'm going to hit you with my facto for the week, right? Okay. That there's really, there's no much. Okay. I'm scraping the barrel here, okay. so apologies for the pure National Enquirer type content <laughs> that I'm going to hit you with. But Brenda Song, who plays the main character, Jennifer, has a pretty famous boyfriend. Oh my God, this is exciting. Like, who's our famous boyfriend? Macaulay Culkin. Oh my God. I know you guys can't see me, but I've basically almost leapt out my seat because this is so exciting. Thing is, do you know what the funny thing was when we were watching this film? We were like, oh, pretty unknown cast. That's a pack of lies. The people that are in this film have been in so many things. Like Brenda Song is a Disney darling. She's been in so many Disney Channel things. It's unreal. She was also in, um, I know one of your faves uh, from the Christmas genre, Santa with Muscles. That's a good one. Yeah, and she was also, one of the more recent things she was in was The Social Network. So she's actually been in quite a lot of stuff. Um, Mike Vogel, who plays like the not real husband, um, who's not actually called Russell, by the way, remember? (laughs) Um, He's been in Cloverfield, Blue Valentine, um, the reboot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre that came out in 2003. He's been in a bunch of stuff. And the guy that plays Detective Page, who's called Dennis Haysbert, has been in like a hundred million things. Um, he also does voice work, which doesn't surprise me because he's got a very distinctive, very distinguished voice. Right, so what are you rating this? I mean, it's actual nonsense. It's like a it's like a soap opera, like that's been given its own film. Um that being said, I did enjoy it. So I'm giving, 
I'm giving it a six and a half. I thought I'm going going with your kind of usual <laughs> Gary score. My safety net. <laughs> yeah, the Gary safety net. This isn't award winning stuff, um, but did I did I enjoy it as like a kind of Saturday night pizza film yeah it was a fun 90 minutes you knew what was happening you know before the characters actually knew it was happening um but it was it was delightfully trashy and i think if you like those kind of made for tv you know christmas 24 style like kind of hallmark films then you will enjoy secret obsession yeah yeah that, that pretty much sums it up i gave it a five yeah like just middle of the road it's watchable it's pretty inoffensive you know exactly how it's going to play out the second it starts, especially if you watch the trailer, which just ruins the whole thing. There's no twist or anything really because you know exactly, like as the audience, you know what's happening all the mm-hmm. way through it. You're just waiting for everyone on yeah. screen to figure it <laughs> to, out. To catch up with you. It's just life yeah. in general for me. I'm waiting on everybody to catch up and figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> no, I'm giving it a five. I think that's that's fair. It's yeah. just middle of the road. It's... It's trash, but it's watchable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I can't believe that her boyfriend's Macaulay Culkin. You've like completely made my day with that fact. There fact-o. you go. And they were recently in a film together, which turned out to be Seth Green's directorial debut. Is that, is that Changeland or something? Yes. Yeah, I don't know if that... Is that out yet? I've not seen it. Um, I know that that's, that's something that she's made after Secret Obsession, so that might not be out yet. But I would definitely watch that. Seth Green and Macaulay Culkin and basically like a real life like Disney princess like that's watchable for me ticking your boxes yeah cool so people can get in touch with us on social media yes so if you're not already following us at movie things pod over on twitter and instagram we would love to have you so be sure to give us a follow and come and say hi yeah let us know what your secret obsession is and what you think the story behind the wrong boy next door might be. Because <laughs> I've not got a clue. <laughs> I feel like I know what the poster for that film would look like, though. Like you've conjured an image in my head. <laughs> yeah, um, thanks very much to everybody who's left us a wee review or you're listening to podcasts. We've had a few nice ones this week and it's been amazing. So please, if you get the chance, leave us a wee review wherever you're listening. Yeah, they help us a lot and we appreciate it. So- cool. Thanks so much for listening, guys, and we'll be back on Thursday with the big show. Bye.